Here we are with Fellowship, The Deep, Season 1. The intro, like the intro to the entire show, not just Season 1. This is the intro episode. Good yeah. job. We're in, we're in October 2019, but the next couple episodes won't be because we record the intro at the end. You all know this if you listen to our show. Yep. Yeah. Um, so basically the concept of The Deeps is that um, you're all playing heroes uh, in the Fellowship. And there is a great evil who is hidden uh, at the bottom of the ocean that is trying to break free um, and is using mind control to puppet people on the surface to serve its nefarious ends. Uh, and you need to stop it from destroying the pillars that are holding it chained beneath the ocean. Okay. Should we introduce ourselves as well? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's uh, all introduce our characters. Um, I guess I will start. Um, the character I play is the Overlord, uh, who is Grand Architect Zane, who is the Chief Architect of the Builders, um, who are the race of people who more or less run the kind of archipelago of islands and societies. Um, because they um, build and maintain all of the great technology. Um, and he is under control of the dragon, who is the beast that is slumbering beneath the ocean. Um, and he is working to oppose the Fellowship. He is also... Um, uh, was once a close friend of Marilla, who is a player character, who will be introduced shortly. Um, so they have a connection there. Okay then, I guess I'll go next. I'm playing Architect Juno Alderon, the air playbook. So he's, you know, of the architects, the, the wall builders, the architects, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the whole shtick of the architects is that, um, I guess I'll introduce it. Back in, you know, how the world, back in the olden days, the dragons used to be the source of power. They had some uh, descendants of them that were the architects. They were like dragon blooded or what have you. So they shared some of their you know, magic capabilities, their intellect, and what have you. So they were like exceptionally good at engineering and, and so on. Eventually, the dragons in the world mostly died off, and the builders decided to wall off the the remaining magic in the world, the remaining dragon, to keep it preserved because they figured that would be a way to, you know, preserve the magic, make it, you know, still reside. And that's where we'll be playing. So the heirs, the architects, are tasked with maintaining this whole architecture, upkeeping the ancient ruins or whatever, the ancient technology, and keep things going. And Juno Alderon is one of them. He's a plucky young guy, and he doesn't believe in Architect Zane's plan of let's tear it all down and, you know, unleash the dragon for the good of everybody, I suppose, or what have you. Also, we didn't know about the dragon at first. Well, we knew that the Architect Zane was up to, you know, destroying all the pillars and bringing down the walls that are keeping everybody safe. Yeah, so he's like, mm -hmm. it's totally fine if we break down the walls. Who cares, guys? That's where we started. Yeah, yeah. He, he was saying that the walls were more of a prison than yeah. 
uh, anything else, and that if we tore down the walls, we would be totally fine, and we could explore and go out into the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Juno opposed that because you know Zeno was making this decision without concerning any other races. So like, uh, how about not so fast? How about we talk about this with everybody else? Because according to all of history, if the wall goes down, all magic goes away, and certain races need that to live. Yeah, there was a <laughs> keeping us safe, so maybe not. So I guess he sort of assembled this crew together on his little ship called the Zephyr, a small agile ship that looks a little bit like uh, Pirates of the Deep Water, was it? Or the Black Water? One of those things. An old show. <laughs> And yeah, so onwards. So uh, I played uh, Prover Iceclaw, uh, the dwarf handbook, uh, modeling them as the Brock folk. And they're basically big uh, badgers that uh, are Scottish. And their ecological, particular ecological and economic niche in this world is a good chunk of them uh, work for the. The builders, they are the wall defenders. They, a lot of them live on the outskirts of the wall, which is a big thing of ice, and a bunch of them live on these little islands. Uh, they feel profoundly in depth to the, uh, the wall builders because they lived on a very tiny, very crappy, very dangerous island, uh, and that they didn't really have a way of getting off. There's not much good wood. They don't really have any navigation knowledge. The builders got them off the island, and therefore they do the thing. Uh, one unique thing about the dwarves is that they are uh, very good with explosives. They come from an island that is chock full of charcoal and uh, peat and sulfur, and they're quite good at that, and so is Pooper. Uh, Pooper himself was a on ships for many years. Uh, over time, he saw basically all of his kind of friends and the other members uh, generally die, died in misadventure. Uh, one day, he, his entire ship went down, and the only reason he survived was because uh, Merlin's people saved him. Uh, and he sort of re- went to semi-retirement onto the uh, running a distillery. And then the whole plot with uh, Juno and Zane started, and he could see the writing on the wall, and most of the Brock folk live on the wall, so that coming down would be bad. Uh, so he kind of joined up with him and sort of the last for while. <clears throat> Run to me. You think so? Alright, it's me, Devin, and I am playing the Orc Playbook. Specifically, I'm playing Goblin King. A Goblin King of Goblins. Here's what to unpack here. I'll try to make this concise. So, goblins are basically every culture and clade and origin of people that didn't quite fit into the standard sort of fantasy culture mold. So like anyone who builds cities, civilizations, has history, or like does like culture, that's like the stock people. Goblins are everything that didn't do that and kind of got pushed out and outcompeted and pushed to the periphery of society and are basically treated as pests and not people. And they're pretty diverse and pretty wild and they have a bunch of different forms and shapes and cultures and languages and stuff. But they all, often enough, will give birth to a Goblin King, which is just one of their kind that's supernaturally intelligent and possessed of, like, 
thinking and intellect and planning for the future and stuff that has purpose, and that was this Goblin King. Uh, Goblin King understands that if goblins keep getting pushed to the uh, to the edge and hunted and wiped out and genocided by what he calls the wall builders, which is all the other societies, that they'll eventually adapt in a way that makes them cruel and warlike. So he is outright working with uh, architect Juno to stop that from occurring. And he has, then he thinks the best way is by working with him because then he can get payouts from the King of the Architects and put some plans into motion. Um, goblins have the Orc trait Daughters of Chaos, which means they're actually really hard to control. You actually can't mind control them. It's amazing. And uh, yeah, um, anything else I should cover, guys? Juno, when he becomes Boy King, is going to give the goblins uh, like living land rights to like huge cultural parts of all the other peoples. So like if the elves have a sacred burial ground, goblins live there now. If the dwarves have a sacred distillery, goblins by divine right get to live there now. Uh, the architects have like a sacred bathhouse, goblins get to live there now. And the reason for that is that goblins as a whole don't build statues and don't record history. They're not statue makers. They don't build walls to keep each other out. They just kind of live and die. So they'll never remember what Goblin King did or what uh, the Goblin's heritage is, but other cultures will, like the elves, dwarves, and whatever. So if goblins by divine right get to live in their sacred places, people will treat them with respect and they'll remember, oh yeah, the goblins were granted this by the Boy King architect because they helped save the world. And that'll like enshrine them into history and then let them be treated as like equals and stuff. Or at least not hunted. It's the, the, the train of thought there. Marilla. Um, Nicole playing Marilla, who is the rain playbook. Uh, she's a person made of water. A goo girl. Yes, she is a goo girl. Uh, it's kind of like dark murky water uh yeah she controls rain and can make parts of her body be acidic her people are generally like that as well uh they can't actually live underwater but they can hold their breaths for unreasonable amounts of time and live in underground caves and such uh my people are a magical people so when we heard about the whole you know someone wants to take down the entire wall thing we were not on board with that, because we didn't want to all die. Uh, my people kind of sent me out, because I was the most... They're kind of insular, but I was the most not. So I went out and was like, hey guys, let's stop this. Um... You go, girl. And you have some relationship with the Overlord? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the most important thing. Her and the Overlord, Zane, uh, used to be friends of some sort. Uh, they had a prior history. Yeah. So, he was all of a sudden being nuts and doing crazy shit. She was determined to figure out why, and basically thinking, oh, he must have a good reason for this. He can't just, like, just be evil for no reason out of nowhere. Uh, so that colors how she interacts with him. Mm -hmm. I do was... want to sideways mention that while I'm playing Goblin King, listeners, I talk in this voice the entire time! <laughs> the entire 
time. So yeah. get ready for 15 episodes of that, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, we're using the ship playbook. So yes. We have a ship of our own. Whoa. It is the Zephyr. Yep. It served us pretty well. Yeah. It was a good test of the playbook and not have you bought. We'll get in that in the outro and not have you. Yeah, we'll do the breakdowns. But is there anything else? Do you want to talk about the dragon's personality a bit? Mm. Be pissed off and shit. No, I guess just that like the dragon is not inherently an evil thing so much as it was imprisoned and tortured for millennia and that kind of sours anyone's disposition on yeah. the rest of Feels like, the world. I guess it's a good more broadly. Magic in this world is tied to the dragons. Yeah. The dragon is a source of magic. I know you said more broadly, but it sounds like you said more broly. <laughs> <laughs> more broly speaking. The ultimate super saiyan. Dragon so, power maximal. Um, but it, it's also part of a cycle, and that's when the last dragon dies, the dragons and magic are also reborn into the world. Yeah. So by preserving and imprisoning the last dragon, the builders have actually been kind of hamstringing themselves. Yeah. But I can't find out about that for until later. Yeah. Womp womp. Yeah. In character, we didn't know a lot of this. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that's the intro. Okay. All right. Yeah, that covers everything. Uh, we can talk about Fellowship a bit. Fellowship is fun. You should buy it and play it. The second edition is out. And right now, Inverse Fellowship is out. So, you know, fucking yeah, get that. Yeah, try the Horizon. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. yeah. Try yeah, all the yeah, playbooks. Yeah. Try the ship. Try the rain. The rain is really powerful. The rain just is to really let you know. The rain is crazy powerful. Yeah, we should get yeah. that. Well, the Guardian. In the outro. <laughs> the Guardian <laughs> is crazy powerful. Uh, the Orc is insane. Yep. Yeah. yeah, let's go let's go to the outro. Let's go to the outro. Alright, we'll see you fucking people in fifteen weeks. <laughs> we're gonna go talk in the outro, right? We for us it's gonna be like two goddamn seconds, so you know, see you then. Uh come on, Tyler. Uh I was Tyler. Damn it. Mark Devin. And Nicole. And this is sponsored by nobody. Signing off. Well that was only like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm.